latest information about local directed health measures, UNL event expectations and guidance, and other information to help you plan safe and successful events. So we're gonna keep our usual format. I'm gonna give you, uh, share some information about um, the risk dial and all that information. And then I'm, at the end, I'm gonna direct you, I'm gonna pull up the website so that you can see the resource that the website is. If you haven't been there, it's a great resource for anyone who's planning events. So let's, we'll go ahead and get started. So let's. So the the risk dial continues to be in yellow. Uh, it's been in yellow since February 9th. Um, the positivity rate on campus for the week ended February 27th was actually 0.74%, which is slightly up from 0.68%, but still very encouraged. Uh, folks continue to do. Uh, wear the mask and to do the social distancing um, and to follow all of the protocols and guidelines. So we're very encouraged by that. Thank you to all of you for continuing to do that. Also wanna remind everyone to participate in the mandatory random testing that started on February 18th. I was in the group that got tested that first week. So I encourage you to continue to do that. Here is the, the, the most recent directed health measures that went into effect on February 12th. Again, a reminder, if you're planning an event that has 500 or more participants, it requires health Lincoln Lancaster County Health Department approval. And that process is you get the paperwork in and then Debbie works with uh, Mike Zeleny, who then works with the health department to get that approval, uh, get that reviewed and approved. So that is, if you're planning more than 500, we need to do two layers of approval for Occupancy for both indoor and outdoor spaces, we're now operating at 75%. That's been in that place for the last month. Max of eight people per table or group. We still require for any event with 50 or more attendees, you still have to go through the university approval process. And travel is not permitted at this time outside of Lincoln. Uh, if you wanna do travel outside of Lincoln, there is a process um, to go through the travel exemption process. I encourage you to do that. Again, a reminder, face coverings are required for all events indoors and outdoors. An advisor or university employee is required to attend all events with 50 or more participants and requests with 50 or more participants. And this is really important. We really want you to get that those approved seven days prior to the event. So if you wait until the last minute, sometimes the back and forth and making sure the safety protocols in place take longer. And so we wanna make sure you start planning several days in advance. Debbie told me already we have events that have been approved for May. So it's, it's not too early to start approving those things, start get that process. Any questions about any of that to this point? Yes, Re yes, Regina. Hi, um, so I work for the university libraries and we have building partners who um, host events in our shared spaces. Um, as the, the building owner, when the approval goes through for a 50 plus event, um, and that's carried out by the, the program or event sponsor, is it possible to get a copy of that approval form? Or if, if it's happening in our space, but we're not sponsoring or hosting the event, how do we get looped in on that? Debbie, do you know the answer to that question? 
No, I don't. I know that a copy of it is sent to the organization that's hosting it. And, and it very explicitly tells them that they have to you know, follow the venue guidance and their protocol. I would hope that they would share it with you, but it's not so, part of our so maybe we could system. maybe we could add that step and ask them to share it with the hosting venue somehow that copy. How many how many events are happening in your space, Regina? How many are we talking about that, that would meet that criteria? Oh, um, it's mostly uh, at Dinsdale Family Learning Commons on East Campus. We've had. Uh, let's see. We've had approval for two events and another one coming up. Okay. And so I've just done it, you know, working with them saying, oh, is there going to be more than 50? You have to get approval. And then um, putting our reservations in as tentative until that comes through. So I've just been hearing, yes, we got mm -hmm. approval. Okay. Okay. Ryan, I don't want to, I don't want to put you on the spot, Ryan or Carrie, but how, how does it work with, with the city unions? So we require them to send us a copy of the approved um, event approval, and then we attach it to the reservation. And so that's what we've been doing. So if we don't get it, then they can't have the reservation. So Carrie, for Regina, is there a step that she needs to do to make that happen? We just talk to them when okay. um, the reservation with them, and then we do set a reminder. So if we haven't received it that seven days out, we, you know, follow, well, actually it's usually a little bit earlier than that. We follow up with them and remind them that we need to get that form. Not a problem. I just wanted to make sure I wasn't missing a step in the process. Thank you. Okay, good. Good question. Any other questions? Okay, I'm going to share my screen again and show you. So here is the, the, uh, the website with all the event guidance and it has the video. Um, usually the most recent one, the most recent one hasn't been updated yet, but that's there. So, and this website is generally gonna be updated with the most current information. So you can always come to this site and you can get all the information that's shared today plus more information from this website. So the most recorded, the most recent webinar, you can also see the directed health measures spelled out there again. Um, I think here we have a definition of event, which I think is, is helpful for some groups um, that, and it specifies that it's both on campus and off campus and that it's for university um, programs and associated entities, IG, as in uh, RSOs and other groups like that. There's some general guidance that reinforces the other expectations. It also here provides a link to the travel exemption request. So if a group is, is wanting to do uh, a travel that needs to get be approved, that request is right here. It also, again, the risk assessment approval process, all those documents are here linked to. Also, the, some key people who might be uh, of assistance to you as you're working on planning an event. And then there's event planning expectations. There are really three areas that I wanna call your attention to. The first is safety measures for all events. And then you see expectations by audience and then expectations by type. As you're planning an event, you may wanna view all, you know, make sure you're familiar with all three sections. Um, but it, when you click on the little arrow, there's a drop down that tells you what's happening. So you can scroll through, scroll through this. 
Um, you can see that as of right now, dances are not, um, are suspended, but there's event guidance about food, um, guest lectures and speakers. We've added some new expectations about sports activity. You can see that here, um, tabling activities, all that. So if you have not been to the website, I encourage you to, I, I've bookmarked it so I can check it re frequently, um, but it's there and it's available for you. Um, so any questions about any of that so far? I have another question. Yes, please, Regina. Um, can you talk about the difference of uh, events with shared equipment and that shared equipment being um, allowed, but for tabling, no shared equipment allowed? Yeah, let's, let's go back into that. So what, what, the, what, does, what does it say here? And Melissa, you might help explain that too on the tabling part. So I know when we talked about shared equipment, we were uh, talking about, in, uh, in particular, in sports, sports clubs. Um, I'm gonna stop the share so I can see you. And stop the share so I can see you. Um, I know that things need to be be able to be cleaned up. You can put stuff out for people to pick up on the table, um, but there's not. We don't want you doing things where there's like multiple people coming. I, I forget the example, but the spin, spin games or any of that kind of stuff where people are gonna, multiple people are gonna come and touch it. But you can provide stuff on the table that people can come and pick up. For the other events, we need to be able to clean them in between um, and those kinds of things. I think, TJ, there, yeah. yeah, I think one thing that, I think we discussed when we were talking about this is typically with the tabling, when you have like the bucket toss or spin the game, you also get congregations of people wanting to play all at once. And so it was, it, I think the spirit was kind of reducing the um, congregating function. That just happens a lot. Thank you. Good question. Other questions or comments before we wrap up for today? Gosh, sorry, everyone with all my questions. That's um, great. You know, uh, as we approach the end of the semester and people start yes. thinking about NSE and return to campus in the fall, is there yes. any thoughts on when we should start thinking about that? Or is it mostly a wait and see what happens with the directed health measures? Regina, I can say there's already a group that's been, has, that started to work on that, starting to think about that already. Um, and we have a, we have a group that's working on some additional expectations and maybe opening up some more events yet this spring. Um, but I was feeling so like we got through the year and then someone said, okay, now we got to start talking about the summer and the fall. And I was a little deflated. I just hope I don't have to do these webinars until next October. That's my, that's my one hope. I think this one could be recorded and, and for, uh, and this, this would be the one that would be on the website. So if you want to see a webinar, this would be the one. Um, but we're going to continue to do them actually until, until there's no more new information to update. Um, but I know there is a group that's working right now on summer events. Um, you know, they're talking about things like conferences and all of that stuff. And we're starting to talk about what does the welcome week look like? And so, yeah, there are several groups working on this. So we are thinking about it. And I know that there'll be some additional guidance that comes out soon. 
Great. Thank you. I'll hold tight. You bet. Okay. Any other questions? Anything to add from any of the other folks on today? Okay. Well, thank you all for tuning in. We'll see you next week, at least for one more, one more weekly webinar. So we'll see you next week, Wednesday at three o'clock. <laughs>